Hello, everyone. It is Francis Rodriguez, your host on Mindset, Money, and More. Listen, this podcast was created for you if you're craving mindset, aka brain work, some real and raw money discussions, encouragement, and empowerment when it comes to total increase in every area of your life. One thing that I've learned over time by studying, following, and implementing tips, strategies, and mindset work that I've learned from top leaders and individuals all around the world is that it really all starts with mindset. The other thing that I learned is that I must be following those who have created the lifestyle that I desire and then some. Now, I want you to know that no matter what your life looks like currently, you can accomplish anything you're willing to work for. So my friend, if you're ready to do the work, I'm ready to help. Let's go. guys thank you for being here super super grateful for you and your presence i want to share this really quick to kind of open this up again because this says average won't cut it here's the thing about average it's just average right and you you're nothing uh you're anything but right meaning you're anything but average you're built to reach higher to be stronger to be faster to feel your best and still push for better average will always be out there right And then as partners, and I consider you guys my wealth partners, my mastermind alliance, right? As Napoleon Hill would say, we can always stay one step ahead. And how many of us can agree that even being in this community alone, you feel a couple steps ahead, right? Like some days I'm in some conversations and I'm like, ah, they didn't say that people look like me could be a part of this kind of conversation. And so I want you to know that you are not average, right? Anybody on here can agree with me. I am not average. If we share the same spiritual beliefs, you know that you are literally God's highest form of creation, right? He's your creator, which means by default and design, you are the co-creator. And I don't know about you, but that makes me feel a little powerful, right? Powerful and powerless at the same time. Because sometimes I want to be powerless. I want to say, God, you take it all, right? (laughs) And then it, it also makes you feel powerful in that, man, I know that if my creator created me, I'm not here to be average, baby. And so... I want to talk about this today because in in this thought and this idea of being average, right? And we all have hard days. I'm going to talk about hard days in a second. But in this idea of being average, sometimes people think that that means every day in every way I got to be savage mode, right? Like some some people buff up this idea of not being average as I got to be going a thousand miles a minute every moment of the day. And can we agree that that's not true? Can anybody that's adulting at least agree with me that some days we feel like we're doing so amazing at something. And then in one thing, we're like, all right, my mentor just said, don't suck too many days in the row at the same thing. Right. And so I want you to know that this, this talk today One, we already established you're not average. Congratulations, you have 50% of the battle taken care of, right? And so I want you to know that this conversation today about being average is more about improvement and not perfection, right? Getting better every single day and 
my favorite thing to think about is 1% better every day is what really is going to lead to your big result, your moment of breakthrough. So many of us stop, right? We, we give 0% one day and that could have been the day where if you just gave the 1%, hey, that would have been your breakthrough moment. And so I want to share with you, like I said, something that I shared, and then we'll talk about some practical things where we can focus on improvement and not perfection. But I want to share something that I shared in a private group that I have. If you guys are in the Mindset Money More group, you guys already know you heard this. And it was really powerful. I had a lot of people ask me, who wrote that? Can you please send me the exact verbiage? It will be on the podcast today. So if you guys like audio, it'll be on there for you too. But this was so good. Because this reminded me why every single day, even when we feel like we're not getting it right, the goal is still just improvement and never to be perfect because we're just not going to get there. Can we agree? I'm thankful that we serve a perfect God because Lord knows <laughs> she ain't me, right? So I'm grateful for that. But I understand now even more after reading what I'm going to read to you guys. And I'm going to pull it up on the screen in case you want to take a screenshot this was so good, but it really made me question my life. Like, yo, am I playing with my time? God, I don't know how much you want to give me, but I'm here. I'm here, right? So listen, you guys, this was, this was deep, all right? So I'm going to share this with you and let me know in just a moment if you can see my screen, okay? So I want to share this because, man, when I tell you when we did this in our group, it was like, oh, my goodness, this will make you think about your whole life, okay? So let me know if you guys can see the screen. Give me a thumbs up, drop a one, one, one. But man, okay, I, I saw a yes. All right, perfect, one, one, ones. All right, let's get it. So this is written by a gentleman by the name of Edmund Gaudet, G-A-U-D-E-T, okay? We're gonna dissect this really quick line by line. So this is what he says average really gets you, okay? Or what average is in his words, not mine. Average is what failures claim when their families ask them why they're not successful. If you're in, in our industry of network marketing and be real, how many times have you thought of quitting or how many times did you quit, right? You might've restarted, but, but let's be real. You might've quit sometimes. And average is really your excuse, if you will, for why you're not successful, why you didn't keep doing that thing that now you feel like your family says they were right about. You ever have those family members that are like, oh, you're doing one of those things? Yes, I am. It's actually going really great, even on the bad days, right? But if you quit, y'all, if you, if you just decide to be average, hey, that's the perfect excuse of why you weren't successful. Because remember, successful doesn't mean a billion dollars. To some, it might. But success, successful or success really just means a worthy ideal to you. So what if to you, it's $200 a month that you're striving for? You might not be there yet, but you're on your way, right? Let's look at this next one. Average, oh, this one was like, dang, he hurt somebody's feelings when they read this one. Average is the top of the bottom, the best of the worst, the worst of the best, which of these are you? So I want you to think about this when we conform to someone else's thinking or what someone else tells us they think is the right thing for our lives. When you know God is calling you for hire, think about that. Here's another one. Average means being run, 
run off the mill, mediocre, insignificant, also ran a non-aniety. You guys, in basic terms, just accepting to me, just accepting things as they are, just because that's the that's just the way they are or they're supposed to be, right? You ever talk to somebody about this industry and they just think everything about it is wrong because what they think is right is what they think is right. And you're not here to change that, right? Being average, this was the one that I was like, okay, God, talk to me today. Being average is to take up space for no purpose, to take the trip through life, but to never pay the fare, to return no interest for God's investment in you. How many of us are quitting things and giving up and, you know, leaving things down because someone else told us it wasn't a good idea or that we're not good enough? But baby, the best investment God made is in you. So last time I checked, that's good enough. Last time I checked, that's actually the best. How many of us go through the world of trading? Oh, don't be mad at me. It's okay. But how many of us go through the world of trading and think that we're just supposed to be great traders in six months, but we don't want to get on go live. We don't want to trade in the demo account. And then when you blow the real account, your feelings are hurt. How many of us keep trying to take the trip through whatever it is you're doing, AKA life, but you don't want to pay the fare. You don't want to do the reading every day. You don't want to show up to the Zoom. You don't want to take the trade in the demo account. So what if it goes the other way? And so... You guys, when I read that one, anybody else was like, dang, God did make a great investment in me. And I'm just over here playing with it. Okay. Talk to me, God. Right? Let's go to the next one. Being average is to pass one's life away with time rather than to work it to death. Okay, y'all. This one was like, all right. So I am just playing life like we had a baseball practice, but this is the real thing. Right. Some of us are just letting time pass as if we just know how much more we're going to get up, get of it. Nobody knows. Right. My expiration could be two weeks, two months, two days. I mean, two years, 20 years. So that that was another one, because I'm like, oh, we're supposed to be working the time that we get to death. Like, God, use me in any way you need to. And some days can I be real. The way he wants to use you is, hello, Jesus rested. Let me take some Sabbath, okay? But that might be his way to use you that day. And here we go. We just want to be like, are we busy all the time? <laughs> Knowing it feels like crap. Anybody else be busy all the time? And then you're just like, this feels crappy. This can't be it, right? So some days he just wants to use you to rest. That was, that was for me last night, y'all. I had a hard day. And I was just like, you know what? If I was that comedian on the stage, I would be throwing tomatoes with a purpose. That's the kind of day I had. So the way he needed to use me last night, even though I wanted to do a presentation and do all these things, was like, nah, sis, go take a hot shower, go get your book, get your Bible, and get to journaling. Okay, use me, Lord. So some of us play with time, though. To be average is to be, oh, this one right here was like, okay. I need to be, I need to be reminded of this every day. To be average is to be forgotten once you pass from this life. The successful are remembered because they tried, but the average 
the silent majority is just forgotten. And this is like twofold for me, right? Because I believe that God has a purpose for every single one of us. Don't get me wrong, right? Like you're not forgotten when we talk about our faith, right? He left the 99 to come back for you. That's not the kind of forgotten that we're talking about. But I want you to think about this because when we just throw in the towel and decide that we're just not going to try or we're just not going to want to do better every single day or that little 1%, what do you really want to be remembered for? Because successful doesn't mean that you were remembered for the billion dollars that you made. How did you make people feel when no one was looking? How did you greet that person at the event in the hallway? How did you treat the people that were there serving that didn't have to be, by the way? Right? So how do you want to be remembered? And then here's the next one. To be average, this one right here, I'm like, God, okay, I repent. <laughs> to be average is to commit the greatest crime one can against oneself, humanity, and one's God, right? Whatever, whatever you believe in. I believe in, in our creator, but you guys, most of us are tapping into a small percentage of our potential, a small percentage. And then this was the one that I was like, okay, let me just go rethink my life. Bye-bye. I'm out of here. <laughs> the saddest epitaph, which if you don't know what that means, that is like the words that are put together um, when someone passes away, you can commonly find them like on someone's tombstone, right? Like beloved you know, whatever words they might describe this person as. Here's Mr. or Mrs. Average. Here lies the remains of what might have been, except for their belief that they were only average. Some of us are not even trying because we don't even believe that we're capable or worth anymore. But hold on. I thought we established in the first half of this that you're not average. So for some of us, you know, they say the most dreams are found where at the graveyard because people go and they don't even tap into most of what they were here for or some of what they were here for. And I wanted, so I wanted to share this because it, it takes me into this conversation of what does it look like to not be average, right? And for me, this is just my personal opinion. This is just how I personally define it. You don't have to agree with me. I would hope that we can all agree to disagree, right? If you don't agree. But I feel personally like to not be average means to focus on improving every single day. I never said perfection. I never said you had to get the abs in 48 hours because Lord knows if you had any kids, I don't know about that skin. I don't know if abs are possible yet or ever. I'm a, I might go to the tombstone with that dead dream, but it's okay. I'm gonna keep dreaming, right? So to me, average doesn't mean, or not being average doesn't mean crazy 1000 miles a minute every single day. I feel like not being average just means deciding in your mind that number one, I'm not here to be average. Number two, I'm here for such a time as this. If you weren't supposed to be, you wouldn't be on this Zoom. You might've been six feet below and not above, but you're above, hello, somebody. And number three is what does your 1% every day look like? To me, that's what separates 
average from the ones who are choosing to not be average. Because to me, average says, I'm just going to keep doing the day-to-day things, right? Going through life instead of actually living, right? And so let's talk about just some practical things. But I wanted to share that because when I think about what does it mean to not be average, to not be average is to wake up every single day with more awareness to say, what is something that I could do today for me, for Francis, to be 1% better, right? What what can I wake up and do today, Chancy, to be 1% better? That's not That's to not be average, in my opinion. You have the intentionality and you have the awareness to say, I, I don't want to be who I used to be. I probably don't even want to be who I was yesterday because yesterday ended last night. And so when we think about what is it to, to not be average, it's just improvement over perfection every single time. None of us are ever going to reach this place of perfection. And if you think you're there, go talk to God. He's going to humble you real fast. Because that's, that's not the goal. That's why we serve a perfect God, in my opinion, right? And so when we think about this, we we really do have the means to to grow to get one percent better every single day to not be average so what does this look like when i think about not being average guess what i think about long lasting i don't think about tomorrow next week when i think about me not being average i think about long lasting what does that francis look like a year from now what does that Francis or, you know, uh, Omifa, Chansey, Brianna, what does that person look like 12 months from now, 18 months from now? And if you're in our wealth community, you know that the you 12 months to 18 months from now, if you plugged in, if you tap, tap, tap in, look, I might see you in Ibiza with Carolyn Baroden sipping a margarita. Okay. If you tapped in, I can't say, I mean, if you don't get on go live, I can't help you, right? But I think of long lasting when I think of not being average. You wanna know what I feel about people that are average? And this is just, it's not from a place of judgment. It's just observation, in my opinion. I feel like average means wanting popcorn, everything. That's average to me. You wanna know why? Because it doesn't test your true character. It It doesn't put you in a place where you have to get disciplined or you have to persevere or you have to get on your knees and give it all to God. So I think wanting instantaneous everything is average. That's common. Anybody can want that. Anybody can do that. I want long lasting. Who am I going to be when I've had to go through the tests, right? So when you think of you not being average, think of long lasting. Who are you going to be 18 months from now What kind of physical health are you going to be in? Where's your emotional intelligence going to be? How are you going to treat people? How are you going to bless them when you've been given plenty? Like, that's what I think about when I think about not being average, right? So I want you to know that it doesn't matter where you are today. You, it's not too late to focus on whatever end result, long lasting result, not being average result you would want right? Because to somebody on here, that's going to look completely different than it does for me. But understand that 
the way you improve, the way you get out of this place of feeling or being average is, listen, we've been given, really, I want to call it, I don't know if I want to call it dignity, privilege, opportunity, the choice of free will, right? We've all been given that, the ability to choose. And when you think about not being average, when you think about your best self, the way you do that is you improve by making one positive choice at a time, because that's what's going to point you in the right direction. Remember, to me, average is saying, I'm going to eat two salads, and then if I don't feel five pounds skinnier, I'm, I, I'm in my feelings, right? That's me being average, because you know, Francis, it didn't take you two burgers or two two rice and bean plates to get them extra pounds. It took quite a few, maybe 20. I'm not sure. But to think that I could eat two salads and be down five pounds, that's being average. Your expectation doesn't align. It's not in congruence. And so when we think about what does it look like? Well, you have the ability to choose. So you, so you know, you're not average, right? So if you're going to choose to keep walking into what does your best self look like in the most not average way of living, what does that look like? It's one choice at a time. It's that improvement every single day. It's following the people that have done what you know you're supposed to do. You just don't know what it looks like yet. And so the other comforting thing is knowing that I don't have to do it all at one time. One of the most valuable lessons that I think I've ever learned is I don't have to be good at everything. And maybe that's some relief to you, especially if you're in our wealth community, because we got a lot, we got a lot to offer to everybody. But you on your quest of not being average every single day, understand you don't have to be good at everything. Let somebody be the greatest at e-commerce while you're killing it in that demo account. Let somebody be amazing at TVX style trading if you are doing good in MT4. You don't have to be good at everything. And so understand that you're not going to do everything at a moment's notice. It's one choice after the other, after the other. So if, if now we're at this place like, okay, that makes sense. I'm not average. I don't want to be average. What are some practical things every single day that I can do? First of all, can I just tell you, you keep it simple, just start. Most of us are wishing and hoping, which is also average because without any doing, it's just not going to happen. Just start. Wanda says, keep it simple. If you're in her personal coaching or if you were on morning mentorship, keep it simple, right? Because it's going to push you into this place of where non-average people or not average people reside. Guess what that place is? Discipline and perseverance, because average people don't reside there. Guess what they do? They go back to the familiar self. They go back to the self that runs when it gets hard. They go back to the self that feels better, that they don't know how to control their emotions. They go back to the self that insert whatever that self is, right? But I don't know about you. I'm not trying to be who I was last year. I don't even want to be who I was yesterday because I was annoyed at some things. I want to be her. And so if we know this, we have to do the things one choice at a time, 
because you have the power. If you're choosing not to do it, that's also a choice, right? So you get to choose. And eventually, if you choose enough of those things that are taking you in the right direction, it's going to push you into the place where you have to be disciplined. You have to persevere, which means, guess what? You can't be average. So just keep choosing the things that take you in the right direction. And that is what takes you to a higher level. That's what takes you to that place of, ooh, I'm going to remember her for being on them Zooms with her two-year-old. Come on, somebody, right? That's going to push you into the places that you keep, you just can't be average and operate over there. Like, nah, you're going to have to operate in the bucket down here because average just won't make it up there. And so what are some of these things? Number one, start every day fresh. Listen, the biggest thing that I could have learned from reading the book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, is this. Yesterday was over last night. Some of us woke up still mad or in our feelings about something from yesterday or the week before or a couple of days ago. And I know because y'all, I had a rough day yesterday. I'm not uh, an exception to any of the rules. But what I do know is this. If yesterday was over last night, why would I wake up today with the same crap? It ain't for me to carry. So if we know this, let's start every day new because here's the thing. You're allowed to have rough days. Look, if there was anything we were guaranteed, right? Because people in, in trading, they'd be like, how much can I make in three months? Girl, I don't know. I can't answer that for you, right? But one thing that we can pretty much count on are trials. <laughs> can we agree? Anybody been through something on this call? Keyword through, by the way, right? That means something's on the other side for you. But drop a seven if you've been through some things. And you're like, shoot, I know that I'm going into this place of even more not averageness. So I know there's some trials waiting on me. Look, all y'all been through some stuff. Y'all my people. Look, we're going to keep going through some stuff together. Community's powerful. So we've been through things. But I want you to know something. Anybody ever been in a funky mood where you're like, everything just stinks? That was me yesterday. I had a funky mood for a little bit. I'm not even going to lie. I was annoyed. Little annoyances were happening. And, you know, I, I've taken time to learn myself more. So I know what I need in those times. I need some quiet. I need some everybody go to sleep so I could go on a couch by myself where it's quiet and I could look out the window. Right? I've learned myself enough to know that. So I want you to know that moods are okay. Those are temporary. They're normally a couple of hours. They might be a couple of days. But see, where they don't teach us this enough when we're younger, which is why we got to learn it now that we're older, because somebody should have taught us this. They should have taught us some emotional intelligence. But what they didn't teach us before is that when that goes on for more than a couple of days, now it trickles into weeks. That's no longer a mood. You can't keep saying, oh, girl, I'm in a bad mood from something three years ago. It's not a mood anymore. After it goes on for a couple of days and it rolls into weeks, that's now considered a temperament. And then when you carry it for longer than a couple of weeks, it becomes your personality trait. You ever meet somebody and you're like, dang, that girl, she's a bitter. And maybe it's been us. How many of us could keep it real on the line today? That we've been angry or bitter about something that is valid that might have happened in your life. Someone hurt you. Maybe, you know, someone did something foul. 
I don't know what it is, but how many of us can agree on here? Like I've been bitter about something before, you know, I felt ashamed about something before and that carried on for months, maybe even years. You might, you might've been through some rough stuff. I know, Hey, I've been a little angry and then I'm from the Bronx, New York. So, you know, they, they just program you to think New Yorkers are mean, but really, if you know our lifestyles, cause we see 5,000 people before we get to our destination, we got to be a little serious. So we're not really mean. We're just a little serious. And then you get to know us and you're like, oh, you're, yeah, we're cool. We're cool people. But the truth is what you've gone through is valid. Don't let anybody tell you it's not valid. But I want you to know that you have to not let it go on for so long. So where it becomes a personality trait and instead that is just a mood and it's okay. Have your mood. Let it be whatever word you want to describe it as, funky, rough, hard, whatever. But understand that once you get this level of awareness, right, this not being average trait about yourself, you'll say, you know what, what do I need in this moment? Maybe it's quiet. Maybe it's journaling out everything you felt that day. And then looking at that sheet of paper and saying, you know what? I don't want to be the woman that's mad. I don't want to be the woman that's annoyed. I don't want to be the woman ignoring my kids or my spouse. So then I read that sheet and guess what? Now I could start tomorrow anew. I don't have to carry it into tomorrow. And so it's, it, it's easier said than done. But when you start to get a level of awareness about yourself where you're like, you know what? I'm okay with moods, but I don't want a temperament and I don't want a new personality trait that I don't want, right? So now we get to choose. So another thing is you guys lighten your journey. I know that that sounds crazy because we're in an industry where it's like, there's a lot out here to be gotten, okay? Anybody in these markets right now trading? Yeah, there's a lot to be gotten, Okay. Oh, look, look, I saw the blue, Chancey. Don't be trying to put the phone down that quick. I saw the blue. Let's go. If you don't know anything about trading, it's simple. Let's keep it color-coded. Blue means you're in profit. Red means you might be down a little bit for right now. It's okay. It'll come back up. Maybe. If not, get out the trade. <laughs> Take your loss, right? Your lesson. But seriously, lighten your journey. Embrace what's coming embrace that you're learning something every single day that's going to get you closer to that trading result you really want right but lighten it up sometimes you feel like because you've been trading for three years and you still haven't hit six figures that you're not successful can i remind you that people like you shouldn't probably even know about this and you do people like that look like us shouldn't know how to go open a stock account and get on with a woman from Wall Street called Carolyn Baroden, where she's literally marking up a chart for you, something that she does for Jim Cramer on Mad Money. Hey, listen, some of us need to accept the blessing for what it is and lighten our journey a little bit and be okay with learning. Some of us come from families that we don't even know our grandparents because they didn't really have nothing to be left or known for. Not saying that it's materialistic, but legacy is in knowledge too. They didn't pass me on anything to learn about anything, but struggle. How to be a warrior, single parent, nothing wrong with it. My mom is amazing, but she didn't have a choice. She had to do it by herself. They didn't, they didn't teach us about community and villages. That's legacy too. And so lighten your journey. 
another thing is take time to refresh your mind, body, and spirit. Here's the thing. How you do anything is how you do everything. So make sure you take the time to focus on improving all pieces of you. Yes, some days one piece is going to feel like it's together more than the others. And that's okay. Another one is reward yourself. You guys, our brain is wired to celebrate, right? Recognition. Maybe your love language is words of affirmation, but reward yourself. I don't know if that means you're going to take, you know, 20 bucks and go treat yourself. I don't know. Whatever rewarding yourself looks like for you, but reward yourself along your journey. Celebrate that demo account because guess what? That's where discipline is created. Extend a helping hand to help other people. You guys, if you've ever heard the song Bless Me by Maverick City, in that song, it says, bless me so that they can, so that you can be a blessing to someone else who doesn't have enough or who may need, but you were given plenty so that you could bless other people too. So a lot of times, if you're in this place where you feel like, man, I feel like my, I'm still looking for my purpose. I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to be doing. Go bless somebody else. Go serve them. Send a random stranger. Look, I'm going to tell y'all. Wealth Wednesday is coming up. That's every single Wednesday. Wealth Wednesday is the concept of doing something small monetarily for someone else, a stranger preferably. Go on Facebook, and I'm telling you, because it works like a charm every time. Go send a random person on Facebook Messenger $5, and in the subject, put have coffee on me. First of all, they're going to message you back because they think you're crazy. Second of all, they're going to say, hey, did you send me $5 by mistake? I just got this Facebook pay. Oh, no, girl, I don't know you, but go have a coffee on me. Just go serve, bless somebody else. A lot of us, are we're, our discipline is being tested. Our ability to give is being tested. And you don't even know that the reason why you're not going to the next level monetarily is because you can't be trusted with what you have right now. You're scared to give away $5 for a coffee and God's really trying to tell you, hey, give away the $5. I got a $50 trade waiting on you. Hey, bless somebody with that 20 bucks. You're going to make times five of that your first real day in the market. And somebody needs to hear that because you need to extend, extend a helping hand to someone else. Because I want you to think about this. I heard Christopher Derrick say this. And he said, so many people look at someone like Elon Musk, right? And I'm not, I'm not um, trying to destroy anyone's character. Let's put that out there, right? I don't know him in real life. I just observe on the internet. But he said, so many people look at him and define that as success, right? But do you want what he actually has, like the things, or do you want his character? If you notice something about him, he can't stay still. He's always fidgeting. He's always anxious, like he has no peace. And that may not be true. This is just an observation, right? So it makes you consider why want to strive for that fancy Lamborghini if you won't even give somebody a ride in it when you get it? Why desire that big mansion with 10 bedrooms if you won't even let one of your family members stay the night or a friend to come spend the holiday with you? So consider how you can extend a helping hand to someone else. Also, Journal your journal your journey. I know that sounds kind of corny, but look, corniness gets you places, okay? And if you know me in real life, I could be a little corny. My five-year-old nephew, or now he's eight, he would say, but where the corn at? He's a New York kid. He has no chill. 
Okay. He's the same six-year-old that was taking off his shoe talking about my dogs is barking. I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you even know about that? Because <laughs> you worked that hard? Okay. But journal your journey because you will be surprised at what, what you can really do for your psyche and just for your mindset if you can really point out positive things that happen, positive actions that you took even on the days when it was hard. So for me, I had a hard day yesterday. Okay, what was a positive action that I was able to take? Cooked for my family. That was a positive action, even in the midst of a hard day. So what is a positive action that you can journal about throughout your journey? When you put it on paper, it's different. You could come back and see, man, even on my hardest days, <laughs> I wasn't average, right? And, and it's in those really small pieces, Another thing is ask yourself, and this is a challenge I want to give every single one of you today, especially if you're in our industry, ask yourself if you made a positive difference in your own life today. Did you drink water when you woke up? Did you journal gratitude? I don't know what that is for you. How about someone else's life? Did you go send that encouraging message to someone on Facebook who made a post about how she's having a hard day? You guys, that you just never know how one little positive difference can shift someone's day, right? Maybe you're leaving uh, an establishment and you hold the door for the person coming behind you and you actually say, have a great day, smile. Maybe you go to the store and you're checking out, try to look for the person's name tag and call them by their name. Little things like that can change someone's entire day. And so ask yourself, how have I made a positive difference in my life, someone else's life, or just in the world today? And if you journal at night and you can't answer any one of those, ask yourself, why not? Maybe did I not put myself out there? Was I, was I having a mood, right? Because it's not to be ashamed of or anything like that. It's just for awareness. Because if I didn't, what was it? Did I still have a mood from last Thursday? <laughs> like it could be. But that awareness is what's going to get you out of those places. Then another one is don't ever um, neglect to commit a good deed if you can. What do I mean by that? You will never get the opportunity to repeat something you could have performed today. You might get it and it looks something different, but I'm saying like today itself, there are, are moments that will happen today for you to be able to serve somebody else. It could be your kids, it could be your spouse, it could be online. You'll have an opportunity to perform a good deed today and you won't take it. And guess what? You can't get that back. You ever, you ever, and look, this happens to me sometimes when the light changes too fast and I really wanted to stop to say good morning to that homeless person or <clears throat> whatever. Do you ever feel like, man, I probably won't ever see them again. Or, you know, anything that happens like that in your life, or you see somebody in the coffee um, lobby that just looks really sad. And you're like, man, I wanted to go over and say good morning to them, but I was rushing. I won't ever get the opportunity back. I might get it in the future with someone else. It might look a little different, but I won't ever get that moment back where I could have taken 20 extra seconds to just be a little more human, right? And our world is like that. We're always on the go. But I say that Starbucks example because... 
like two months ago, I was in a Starbucks lobby and they messed up my drink, but it's all good. My feelings weren't that hurt. So I just went inside and this girl just looks so sad. And maybe that was just her face. I don't know. But I wanted to just go over and say good morning to her. But I was rushing because I had to go get Amara from preschool. So what I mean by don't, don't miss those little opportunities. Because can I be real? It Now that I look back, right, just reflection, I'm like, dang, 20 seconds out of my day wouldn't have made me that late till Amara's school. I could have really just went over her and said, I don't know if you're having a a good day or not but in case you're not I just want you to know that you're special have a great day and just walk off she would have been like who is that woman that was at Starbucks so just think about those opportunities that you might get today and then overall you guys your focus is on constant improvement you're running your own your own race somebody in the comments in the chat say it's me versus me because sometimes we're watching someone else's journey we're hearing about their wins and it's easy for the world that we live in, right? For the greatness even that we're surrounded with in our community to be like, man, I need to be doing some more, right? But it's you versus you every single day. And when I say it's you versus you, you have to address every side of you, the spiritual, the emotional, the mental, the financial, and the social. Because think about this. If, you're, if you can't develop discipline in your money, right, in your financial life, then spiritually, are you being a, a better steward like you're called to be? Probably not if you're having some issues with discipline and money. And then if you're emotionally not doing well, how are you doing socially? Probably not the greatest, unless you're just really amazing at pretending. And can I tell you that that is exhausting? And then if you're not right physically, then that does something to you emotionally, does it not? When you feel like crap, like physically, it kind of seeps into your emotional, your mental where you're like, girl, that's this is what you get for not starting walking two months ago like you said you would, right? So I don't know what it is for you, but I want you to really think about these things today and remind yourself, first things first, I'm not average. I'm not here to be average, but I'm also not here to be perfect. So today, what can I do that focuses on improvement? Today, what can I do that reminds me that what I think about really is what comes about, right? What you think about, you bring about. That's probably how you heard it. But one positive action every single day will start to change everything for you. And if you have a hard time <clears throat> focusing on a lot of areas of you at the same time, I wanna challenge you to take a piece of paper or in your journal and make some boxes, like make a, a four- What's that? I don't even know what it's called, man. That's how much they math, calculus, geometry, trigonometry me to death in, in school. And it doesn't even serve me right now because you don't even need that to be a good trader. They lied. Okay. But whatever the, 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 the grid with the four boxes, okay. Quadrants, I think they were called in math. I don't even remember. And I was an A student. Surprisingly, you can still blow accounts. So listen. If you were an A student and you're struggling trading, it gets better. 
but in every quadrant, write out that, that part of you. I think you could put spiritual and emotional maybe in the same one. Because let me tell you, when my emotions are all over the place, I haven't checked in with God, okay? And God just be like, girl, I've been telling you to come to me and you just, you just want to be messy because you want to be messy right now. But okay, Francis. Then in one side, you could put your physical. Maybe include your mental. I don't know, however you function best. Then have a financial one and have a social one. And maybe have one goal in there for each box every single week. So maybe your social box might say, um, participate in a mentorship call. That's kind of social to me because I call that community. Maybe your physical box says walk at least three times a week, three times this week, right? Maybe your spiritual box says, I'm going to read at least one scripture out the Bible. Y'all, you could do one. Maybe your phys- uh, your financial says, I will not roll through the Starbucks drive through Francis's previous toxic trait, talking, okay? That might be what my financial says, because I know before I ever did the financial fast, I spent 200 and something dollars at Starbucks. Not okay. Plus they're full of sugar. So I ain't got no business at Starbucks. So maybe that's my goal in the financial bucket is I say, you know what? I'm not going to Starbucks at all this week. I don't got time for it. Can't do it. Nope. Zero out of five stars. Do not recommend. Because guess what? That $200 that accumulated over a month's time. Remember, it's not about perfection, but it is about improvement. So I know that that $200 could buy me a couple shares of ownership in some companies that could build me some wealth long-term. So it doesn't seem like this big, perfect, thing but if you just break it up and every single week you say this is the goal for every part of me I can't be average so you guys thank you for being here I'm gonna stop the recording mindset money and more is gonna be a weekly podcast where I'll be sharing tips strategies interviewing amazing guests from all around the world that are amazing at what they do and also be sending you out tips personally to help you along your journey because after all any area that you want to experience increase in is going to require you working on your mindset my hope is to really bring my passion and my expertise especially when it comes to financial services and helping others develop so that i can really empower educate and help lead others into their next level of increase. Follow me on social media at Mindset Money and More or at www.mindsetmoneymore.com and feel free to subscribe, rate, and comment on all podcast apps.